We're going to go with another listener suggestion. Listener suggestion. Um, do you have those? Do you have said suggestions in front of you, Chris, or do you want me to rattle them off again? Uh, no. Did you did you pick health? Yeah, yeah. I'm keen for you to pick one now. That was our last one. I should pick one. Um, oh goodness! Only. <laughs> Uh, it's ironic that all I remember is responsibility. I'm like, I can't pick that. <laughs> this is the best. I shouldn't be picking, picking any at all. Teaser. <laughs> this is the best picking a topic teaser audio yet. Yeah. Um, uh, can't well, believe people can't believe people don't believe that we're doing this off the cuff. I know. I know. It's so, it's so scripted. Um, what were some of the, what were some of the other ones? There was um, uh, fulfillment, um, borders. Borders. Let's do borders. Uh, yeah, sick. Let's do borders. Because that's a tough one. Hanging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. There's sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. All right. Welcome to Rank Ideas, the podcast. Uh, Chris is the host that you can hear who isn't me, and I'm Nick. The, yeah, the host that you can hear that isn't me. Is that is that is that where you're setting that up to go? Sorry, should we do it? Like, I was I'm just drafting possible lines for the new theme song. The uh-huh. host that you can hear, who isn't me, Chris Diddy, Chris Diddy, Chris Diddy. That's a good that's a good um, idea to rank in the future. Be careful because you know any singing that you do in this podcast is liable to end up as as an even more piss weak <laughs> version of the theme song. <laughs> um. So, what did we just say? Borders. We're going to do borders. 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 It's the idea that we're—it's the idea we're going to rank today. And we're going to rank it on yeah. our master list of all human ideas. Yeah. In order from good to bad. What's top of yep. the list currently? Top stories. of the list is still stories. Which man, we're definitely going to beat that at some point. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I want more people, more of our listeners, to be coming at us with top shooters, with things that they think could be at the top of the list because story like we, we spent most of the episode trashing it um it's it was yeah it's uh really just shows um that certain things that um are necessary are also uh deeply wearying so you know what would um, if you had to if you were if you were the listener what would you write in to be a top shooter mm, the best thing i mean generosity would have been my one and that's that's it's only running number two me. now yeah yeah so eating? Uh, some listener i turned out to be eating's not really an idea sorry but eating but it's not it, uh, i guess the flourish of eat anyway it doesn't matter i'm going off topic you come up with your own <laughs> top shooters everybody don't stop hi- hijacking it. my hard work i'm here sweating it out every day in the podcast meal this is where he lives he lives here yeah we're um, in the same place yeah. even though it doesn't sound like it I make Nick go into the next room because I don't want to look at him when we talk. Yeah. I'm I mean, staring he's at right the sun. I, uh, yeah, I, my, it's just, I have too many expressions. The, so literal or less, so with borders, are we going to be, are we, are we going to limit it to the idea of physical borders, like bordering the physical space in the world, or are we going to take it any broader than that? I think, um, I think the broader ideas, uh, are probably better mapped with words like boundaries or um, yeah limits. Uh, I think I think borders. I'm happy to keep it, and I think it's an interesting conversation to have about the that's the thing strict territorial uh, demarcations. And do we even keep yeah. it to just um to map political entities or like? 
Um, I think, again, I think it's, it's a bit like when we were talking about health, I feel like the, 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 the strength of the idea, the idea of territorial boundary, um, let, let's find it if I'm wrong, but I feel like the, the important things to talk about in terms of the, you know, the, the political um, expression of that, the nation state uh, version of that, I think, you know, maps pretty neatly onto um, the micro version of that as well. But um, interesting that, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that's wrong. Um, mm. But yeah, I, you, yeah, but selfishly, that's, you know, this idea of territorial borders, I just want to have that conversation. So let's yeah. set the boundary there. Great. Excellent. Cool. All, All right. right. Um, I think we should start by saying that they haven't always existed in the way that we have them now, which which is easy to forget. Sure. Obviously, most I feel like most people know that, but it is easy also to forget that um, they're they're not a historically cons- consistent concept. That they're, they're not an inevitable inevitable outcome of human society. They're not, but they and they really aren't. And I definitely believe that. I also think that they're modelled in an interesting way, like the co- they're conceptually modelled in a way in. Um, the earliest reality of of the world that humans existed in, as in the idea of there being um, the the different but related idea of there being safe and unsafe spaces for mm-hmm. people to be in. Um, you know, I think almost this is yeah uh, maybe um, a weird way to start, but yeah, the the idea of um, if I'm picturing um, humans uh, starting to exist in the world, one thing that they would be coming up against very quickly as a lesson idea and more a reality is the idea of okay don't go there it's dangerous yeah um stay here it's safe and, and, and i feel an like the germ, of that. oh yeah the germ of the idea of bordering areas um exists like springs out of that reality do you think um ownership also extends from that reality like uh because if you can, mm. if you can be responsible for, or in some way, have control in a relationship with X space, then you, you're you're better able to and justified in preventing Y um, well calamity or when you think about stimulus. it. When you think about it, why why do you need the concept of ownership? What is, and you know you could argue that one of the reasons is the is the reality of um, conflict human to human. You know the idea yeah. of um, yeah, the, like you only the need whole it because, because of competing, competing, like because because competing. of com- competition for the same safe spaces or the same rewarding spaces or whatever, and re- and the same resources, etc. Yeah, the idea. Otherwise, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily need to prosecute, and you know, we'll rank ownership separately. Um, but yeah, the idea of um, having to state uh, a title or a claim over a space or a thing. Um, you know, seems to exist in the context of the possibility of that being contested or taken from you. Um, and I certainly, that seems to be intrinsic to the heart of the concept of, like people who stand up for the concept of borders or who stand on the concept of things like nation state borders as being um, critical. Um, it seems this the idea of, uh, yeah, it, it being right and just and fair and appropriate for people to protect their um you know, ownership over a territory or a land or, or, you know, their, their citizenship as opposed to other people's citizenship mm-hmm. um, seems to be intrinsic. And, um, and, and the current, I think it's also worth saying that the sort of, even, even after all these years of um, putting them back and forth and um, navigating those changes that even the current, so not, it's, it's potentially surprising to, know, to nobody, but the current state of the borders don't 
uh, the global international borders don't really neatly map much at all, and there's sort of contested stuff. You know, well, you have the obviously everywhere. you have the classic. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of historical examples, but the classic one is you know just the redrawings of the of the national borders uh, in the Middle East post World War One, which mm. was done um, by you know, which was largely done by outside outside actors, uh, completely in ignorance or um, or uh, uh, what's the word? Um, a lack of care towards this or acknowledgement of the actual tribal and oh, I think um, it's too innocent to say population. lack of care and ignorance I'd say probably more likely a cynical um not antagonism but an understanding right. of the of the benefits that yeah yeah at the very least they were there were deliberate reasons why the borders that were created were created and and a lack of what you know <laughs> a lack of compassion towards the um yes a, a more than more than uh accepting approach to the chaos that that would reach Mm. Um, but yeah, but even the, then, um, is, is there a validity that we're assuming then of the concept of a nation state or of like a discrete ethnic population? Not um, for me. That's not for me. That's for sure. No, like, yeah, nation. Neither, but I think, yeah. and I think that um, you know we're in a unique one globally in a way because Australia is a um, is a is a nation, continent and a nation. A continent and a yeah. nation, exactly, and it's one that also hasn't really reckoned with a lot of. Um, it hasn't reckoned. Uh, it, like many other nations, hasn't reckoned well with its um, foundation myths and um, the consequences yeah. of its c- construction. But also, um, it's a it is a, a multi ethnic s- state in so many ways. And and um, you know, there are plenty of places in the world where nationhood and, and and we're very critical of this within our own society. But at the same time, there are places where concept of citizenship and nationhood and um and belonging within the territory boundaries are, are, ev- are much more uh, bound to um ethnicity and culture that of, of a specific kind than than they are in australia which is i feel not going to be received well something to say because we still do have so many um strong markers of, have, of those of those yeah. elements but um you know it is i think i think there are some outlier nations from that and australia is one of them Obviously, the concept of race and ethnicity is heavily at play in Australian society. But yeah, yeah it's I guess yeah. If Which are both also yeah, there you are know, concepts that we will have to rank at some time, and I look exactly. forward to it. Same thing, but yeah, the idea of um, as you say, there are um, is in uh, in terms of people's stacked identities. Um, there are countries in the world where uh, nations in the world where people's national identity and their ethnic identity might uh, might stack. Uh, neater across more of the population than in a country like Australia, but the um, uh, yeah the uh, interesting thing like Australia is an interesting case study because on the because it'd be very easy uh, for for what like it's very easy to kind of um, get into a flow on sentence where you're like oh yeah well I guess we haven't um, Australia's fairly lucky in terms of not having to have had to deal with um, you know, uh, protecting its compared to other countries, protecting its borders from outside invasion in an active way, unless you count the original sediment of Australia as such an invasion, which mm. you uh, have, happily can, and yeah. um, it's, you know, by the strict dictionary definition of um, invasion and co- and um, colonization. But yeah, the um, the uh, yeah the idea of borders. 
I don't know, like, because I feel like we need to find, for me, like the argument for the nation state uh, as a thing to be held sacrosanct and boarded, like, I don't know, it's, it, it is intrinsically weak because they're so uh, arbitrarily constructed. Like, the, the again, the, like, Australia feels like a child's idea of how you would do it, which is, yeah, every, every continent, that's a country, you know? Um, yeah, I, I whereas, also yeah. feel like they can't but be arbitrarily constructed because the things that um, flow into giving them legitimacy or form change constantly over time. So I feel like there's no true yeah. way of demarcating things, which, uh, of course, then leads to, which, which is, I think, a separate conversation. I, I, I want to get back to the borders because if... That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, I great. feel like we need to... It, I feel like we'll be, too, we'll, be straw manning, we'll be straw manning borders too much to be if we just focus on nation states. Yeah, Um. Then, then if 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 you were even able to assume that there was a legitimate and just way to um, apportion who gets to go where and why, which I think is maybe not unimaginable, but if you were even able to do that, then is it a is it a good idea to have those sorts of demarcations at all? I feel like it's, it's interesting to me. So the context for our list, I feel, is that we already have imprisonment on there and we have, it, we have imprisonment ranked relatively high compared to, you know, on the list as it stands. Like we, mm-hmm. we didn't, you know, it was an imprisonment. Was, that was, I feel like that was the episode where we came in to the concept with both boots and at the end we were at least mutually satisfied that, um, at, you know, that there are, um, that there's, Efficacy of, of, of to the idea of, yeah. of of restricting certain certain human beings' freedom to a specific area, like literally putting them in an area that they can't get out of, so that they aren't going to be um, harmful in their behavior. That 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 the harmfulness of their behaviors isn't going to have um, a negative impact, the worst negative impact on the group as a whole. I feel like that idea, you know, so many people's uh, defense of borders comes around the idea of. Um, safety and preservation and i wonder if if we if you already have a list of ideas with imprisonment ranked high what is the unique value of borders beyond that i feel like the argument that i see a lot um from people who are defending the idea of bordering societies literally and figuratively is the idea of preservation of a way of life and that to me um that's not an argument that Mm. that uh that come, that has a lot of strength with me instinctively. We should unpack it, but ultimately, you know, this is the basic. Um, uh, you know, this is the thing I recognise at the heart of a lot of people's stresses around the modern world at any given time at every point of the world mm-hmm. um, in history, which is that oh, I just worry that the way of life that I grew up with and that I understand and that is yeah. beautiful and precious to me at some point, I worry that it's going to irrevocably disappear and be replaced with something else to which always my answer to that in my head is yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, that is, that is going to happen. And, uh, the, you know, the, um, the enterprise of your life from now on should be about generously engaging with that and, um, supporting the, the good elements of that, uh, and trying and, and trying to, and if you do have thing aspects of the, of the world, you know, that you want to be retained, uh, in the new world, then you have to, then you have to do the work to make sure that they can be synthesized with the, with what is new because that's realistically all that can happen. Yeah, I, um, I completely agree. I think that though there is also 
so I'm, I'm happy to dismiss that type of, um, of virtue multiplying factor for the, the case for borders. Absolutely, I'm happy to dismiss that out of hand because I, I completely mm. agree, change is inevitable. We have to um, integrate with whatever change is going to happen and uh, proactively work to it. Um, you, can't, you can't put a fence around something and protect it forever, um, mm. particularly cultural things. Um, because if you do, you just create a weirder thing inside that fence. Like yeah. the thing inside the fence still changes irrevocably by, you know, partly by virtue of, of Yeah, yeah, well, just absolutely. And yeah. partly by the, the fence is part of what creates the the change. Like it just defines the style. Yeah, 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 to sure. To a certain but, uh, um, Sorry, I, go ahead. I want to put some fire under the feet here and um, say that there. I think there is a case for um, the virtue of, of element, there's an there. There's a case for the virtue of borders, um, as a means of controlling the rate of that change and the nature of it, so that it's in a way that is mutual is is th- that can be and normally isn't, but could be universally um, controlled and contained. Because I do think that the sort of free market of everybody, like, like sorry, just to pick a, another metaphor, like a free market of 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 everybody choosing what to do, whatever they want, wherever they want to, um, would in, in any moment with, is perhaps catastrophically destabilizing in some ways. And to, just, to, just to give a, an example, um, if there had been a border around Australia at the point of um, British colonisation and settlement that had been respected in some way, mm. then you have a different... Um, story and how that, I mean, real tragedy sort of played out. And I think that, um, I think that a lot of the opposition to borders comes from uh, the contemporary cruelties that, that we see from their, their application. But I do think that there, there is some, and, and particularly because we know how sort of arbitrary and illegitimate so many of them are. But I think that, mm. um, I think that in an ideal in an ideal system you can see a way in which they could be integrated to manage certain areas uh, to um, uh, particularly areas that are sort of like highly sought after um, to change competition and the way in which people are willing to 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 um, do things to to access those areas and to you know, enforce their will upon them, different groups who have different wills for different areas. Two things, yeah, two things on that. So mm-hmm. one, um, I feel like uh, you, you know, you have an interesting, um, you know, you come up against the idea of how uh, optimistic or utopian you can be about the the role that other ideas could play, as in mm-hmm. could the, did you, you know, would a border have been the best way to uh, like a respected board have been the best way to um, to prevent the genocidal outcomes of um, Australian coloniz- colonization a few a few hundred years ago, or are there other ideas that could have had an even better version of that? You know, <laughs> you know, ideas that must that could have uh, governed um, a more compassionate and generous and less you know less empire building, less um, less uh, col- less colonial approach to um, outsiders engaging with um, Indigenous Australians and the continent of Australia for the first time. Mm-hmm. Separate, to, separate to that, I think it's interesting, you know, the idea of being like, okay, uh, to me, the idea, 
and this just shows how intuitive the concept of um, uh, the tribals, like the, the specific identities that we're born into just having merit in and of themselves are. This idea of your, um, your protecting uh, the preserve and the rate of change in your society as far as it's affected by the introduction of people from the outside. Um, again, that's a very, you know, classic, uh, classically held position by many people and, you know, it makes intuitive sense when explained that way. It also um, is an interesting case of kind of like uh, bounded sort of petri dish, a sort of petri dish approach to ethics and morality um, as in, like it's all well and like what are the implications where do, where is it okay is it okay to say yes we have to uh we can preserve the positive outcomes of the people who happen to already live in this area if the if if in doing that you're dooming the outcomes of people who are outside there outside of that space to be horrible and bad like basically mm. who's who who is your responsibility and who isn't your responsibility the concept one thing that the concept of borders do um and other ideas pursuant to the concept of borders do is create hard breaks in people's mind about who they have to worry about, whose problems, whose problem, uh, you know, how many people uh, in the world are my problem to deal with or my problem to be responsible towards, um, who, uh, who it's important for me to care about the rights and the outcomes of compared to who else. Um, borders give me a cleavage in my mind. Um, that I can then feel entitled to to worry or not worry about certain things, and to me, that's the insidious part. Like the yeah. idea of, um, as in, why, you know, why, sh- how can I justify the um, positive outcomes for existing Australian society and the stability of existing Australian society as as a priority, as a reasonable priority, um, over just the entire population of the world. Like, am I an Australian or am I a, or am I a human or am I just an individual who only cares about himself? But yeah, I feel like borders allow uh, for this weird in-between um, preserve of morality. I mean, if you if you talk if you think about um, a lot of immigration debates circulate around the idea of fairness, the idea of oh, it's there's a, you know in Australia you have narratives of queue jumping or mm. um, you know like I don't know weird. Uh, um, fluffed up news media narratives like oh the um, you know native born Australian grandmother who was ousted from her housing for you know um, a Middle Eastern immigrant and you just kind of go well why you know what is the actual rational argument for me caring more about someone because they were also born in this in these borders within these borders as opposed to the person who was born outside um Feels. And again, no more or less arbitrary than the idea of caring um, about someone more or less, or, or feeling more responsible to someone more or less because they're part of any Culture other type or of race tribe. Or any other, yeah, yeah, gender exactly. Or whatever, yeah, whatever um, co- yeah, shared shared identity, yeah. shared group identity. Yeah, but yeah. Th- but to me, it's and I think also it, like it feels like. Sorry, I, I just just finish. I feel like part of what borders are doing at the moment is protecting us from the weird. From the from the uh, catastrophic disruption that a, gl- a globalized world, um, a borderless world, will give to our to our sense of, of fairness and um, to our sense of fairness and equality and um, uh, group dynamics that would you know like what what they're doing is artificially holding us back from actually scaling up to having to think about there being seven billion of us 
um, it allows us to, it allows us one way. It's not the only way, like all kind of, all kind of tribal identity cleavages yeah. can do this, but, but yeah, but it's one of the ways where we can still just pretend that we have to worry about a few million people maybe. And not even just a, a arbitrary tribal identities, also the, um, the, the distancing mechanisms of, of, um, components of component productivity and things like that. I mean, you know, like if I had someone who lived in my street and, and they were going to make me some shoes, I, I wouldn't be comfortable with treating them in the way that I, that I don't even have to interrogate by buying shoes, you know, just from the store that, that have, come, that have come from, you know, some of them might be horrific or otherwise. And I, I of course encourage everybody to interrogate all of their consumptive decisions in that way. Um, but uh, I, th- I think the, the, the other element of, of borders is, is they, they give that, um, so the, the insidious element is they give rise to that um, demarcation, but it's a demarcation that, that is like, a, and has always been completely useless anyway, because we know that, um, and, and that's what, that's the friction that they come up against all the time, because, you know, you can't just put up a border and then be isolated from the world and, and it's, it's problems, you know, as particularly as, as we're, so, you know, it's, it's cliche to say, obviously that we're really integrated and more and more, but you know, with um, coronavirus as, as an example, like that doesn't, doesn't care about borders, uh, you know, emissions, they don't care who's doing like you know, the atmosphere doesn't, doesn't give a fuck who's, you know, you know, who, where the emissions are coming from. It's just, it just cares how many, how, how much, what the carbon equivalent parts per million are. That's, that's the only factor. Um, and you see, um, and you see the um, the issuing of responsibility and the football of responsibility being thrown around. You know, like one of the one of the opt out arguments at the moment in terms of action on um, environmental uh, change and collapse is the idea of it's like, oh well, our nation isn't responsible for the yeah. you know for the high percentage of the emissions. So you know, this, and the, these things can only they, those sort of arguments can only exist in the idea of oh. Under in the context of the idea of we are not them because we are this, mm. we are and you know this, and again borders aren't the only way that that's prosecuted, but they're a key way that it's prosecuted, and certainly one of the most practical day to day ways that it's prosecuted. You certainly couldn't and, have, um, have things like nation states w- without borders because that that is seemingly there. No, the, um, yeah. I mean you kind of you could I mean you you can, but not like they currently are. Not no, not, no, not you, but in, but also you couldn't have the international system of states which does give some stability across, I mean, obviously has had catastrophic, disastrous outcomes repeatedly, but um, there, there is some stability that's born from that because uh, I guess from the, whatever initial human instincts have, have given rise to these and, and whatever other elements of our um, societies of like property, etc., um, and, and uh, all, all the other things that flow, that flow into those like, like, culture and whatever other nebulous concepts um that they there is some modicum of stability that come that comes from that i don't know if that's the stability can't be argued against like that that's just a fact like part of what borders do is create a stable con- continuum of um of uh the current systems and slow rate of change um which for which for individuals in that system it's easy to argue the benefits of that to me the thing that um the thing that you, the thing that you just can't argue as an unalloyed good, is the larger implications of that, which is that basically, is by doing that, by preferencing that stability, you are guaranteeing um, inequality of outcomes 
and like massive inequality of, of quality of life for humans in regards to which borders they are in and out of. And to me, yeah, it's been like, to me, the only way to comfortably, anyone who is comfortably standing on the stability argument is doing so with a, from, an, you know, is doing so with a, with a weirdly relaxed attitude towards the idea of the, it being like the global game being a game of extreme winners and extreme losers. Which I know, you know, capitalism is that as well, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that, that, do you think that, that. exists? Do you think that doesn't exist without borders? I think it, it, it absolutely. No, does. but I think, but I think the arguments for, but I think the best arguments for borders are only arguments for propping up that, and um, and and yeah, it's a cost to me. The idea of just yeah, when I see people just being like, well, you know, stability, like, um, and again, like, this is me speaking as my own self-interest because all everything that is. Um, currently the day-to-day version of my life that I enjoy so much, um, the current version of it, like if Australia suddenly had open borders, my assumption is that um, that would be, you know, just that my life would change like radically or at least over time. Maybe, maybe not, but it's, you know, it's at least, it's, it's easy to believe that there would be radical change to that, that might, where I might have to give up certain pieces of the pie that I have. But the idea, but knowing knowing just what a vast level of inequality there is between my level of wealth in the world um, and other people's level of wealth, for instance. And, you know, not, I don't want to get, I don't want to get reductively into using wealth as a marker of happiness, but let's face it, like, you know, like above it. Yeah. More, you know, the most wealth doesn't make you the most happy, but there is a cutoff rate. Yeah. There's you know, the most poverty makes you the most unhappy a lot of the, like a lot of the time. So yeah. Can I possibly argue can I possibly and comfortably argue for the, the continuance of the system just based, you know, like, can I cavalierly be like, no, it's, I mean, sensibly, it's the sensible way to go. Mm, with, with I, really I'm, I'm not sold on the idea that, um, that, that, okay. So borders are a part of propping up those systems. I can accept that. Um, but I'm also not sold on that. That's the only element that would change. That, that, that stability means a stability of like, okay, you know, the, the average income in Australia is 60,000 or, or whatever. Like that's the stability that will change. Like uh, I think um, where you look at areas that have destabilized historically, like there, there is a, there is a horrible place to which um, human society can go. And it's, it's a lot worse than just sharing wealth or like, um, I don't even consider that to be bad. I, you know, as you know, I don't value wealth or it's, or it's um, cruel, uh, but I I I do certainly value like um, a bunch of things that I can imagine could exist in a borderless society. But it's I think I think the thought experiments of just like um, flippantly removing borders, I I, I and and um, understanding that, that will mean that some people will want to come and take wealth, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a bit too light handed for where um, things can go because, because in reality um, the global society that shares the feature of borders does also share a, a large number of other features that people are rightly or wrongly heavily invested in that um, of competing visions of how their society should be um, that lead people to identify strongly with them and to, to, to other people significantly strongly to, to justify, you know, committing horrendous acts of violence or, um, 
you know, basically just not seeing each other as humans. And I understand that borders are also a big part of the systems that have propped up and enabled those sorts of um, otherings. Um, it's uh, I, I really I, I don't know where I land. I, 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 I just think that I can um, I can. Sorry. Yep. I complete. I mean, I completely agree with like obviously. Yeah, I wasn't suggesting that um that the uh that the wealth inequality that that differences to levels of wealth would be the only change that would happen from open borders. Really, yeah, I agree that like we can, we can't even conceive of the changes that would happen mm. uh society wide to open borders. And again, obviously, the things that people worry about, which is the idea that you know the idea that you would let in populations of people whose value systems are fundamentally incompatible with the with the prevailing value system. I mean, of course, you would see you would see versions of that, and um, there would be all of the conflict sites around that. Literally, the human cost. You would have wars. You would have uh, violence. Um, you would have, um, you know, uh, erosions of the um, most uh, deeply held and deeply felt social system. Um, I yeah, really, for the thought experiment, I would rather think of the. I would rather imagine the worst case scenarios of that in terms of the human cost and the and the toll of suffering on that. Mm -hmm. And then I would still look at that and be like, mm, it's hard for me to calculate whether that level of suffering would be worse than the current level of suffering that is uh, propped up by the iniquities of um, bordered, uh, of different bordered nation states. As in, I don't know, but it's easy for me to, it's easy, again, it's, it's important, for me it's important to remember that I just really, I have no reference for just how like living in like Australia is one of the better one of the better places in the world to live. So, and that doesn't and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it's a little bit better. That means that there are places in the world that are just just squalid pits of human misery compared to here, um, where people you know where I'm sure some people are still making a go of it and living and probably you know might still be happier than me. Uh, but most of them, but at, at an individual level, but mostly you know there are places where it's just so much it's so much worse and. Uh, than it is here and so the idea of being like okay yeah just the idea of just relaxedly going okay well yeah no the, the current status quo of me getting to be in this over here and then getting to be uh, them having to be that over there um is uh is the better option than all of than whatever but, but those people often chaos still, would happen. I, I just think that like you know those okay so that's true but that that doesn't um people that are in those societies can be just—it's can be just as invested in their borders and. Um, the they might still think they live in the best place in the world. No, like but they don't even have to think that, that. But they can still think that, like you know, it's so important that other people don't come and take this from me. And these borders are really Im important to us. I just think, like, uh, I don't. Think I just say, I just say, they usually do think that. Uh, to me, that's, that's yeah. separate to whether or not that's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. I just, just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the the question is, I think, for me, because because if because if you can imagine a society in which we had never developed borders and and we were able to have um, harmonious interactions and and have better systems for navigating our differences, um, much 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 better systems for navigating our differences, do you think mm. that that can exist? Because I, I'm just trying to think about okay just run out the thought experiment okay suddenly tomorrow there's no borders people just competing to suddenly everyone's worried about controlling their personal wealth that stability sort of sort of goes the sources of their wealth the sources of their happiness sources of their survival or whatever you know or, and suddenly if people band together it's important because we're all like this and no we're all like this etc etc um, does that is that just then a road to people recreating borders in like is that is that 
is that sort of an end point that's inevitable with this many people or is it is it completely viable to um envisage a world in which people dissolve those markers of difference as um things that they must express their will through um by um having society that looks like whatever it is that they want or it is shared with x people that they want or or, or whatever it is i, I guess that I, I guess that's really where the value is because because the you can't question the the value of the stability and because you see where they don't seem to match people's legitimacy that people are happy to die for their borders and and a whole bunch of other yeah. things that seem you know may may seem insane to us because we have the luxury of not worrying about them but people do extremely much um, yeah um but then yeah that i think the question comes is like well you know if we had never stumbled across this conceptual toolkit or way of like like can can you can you um can you separate it out from um human society do you think i think the thing that maybe you can't separate out from human society is um borders of identity like that more metaphorical you know like people is in groups out in groups out groups like yeah. again we'll have to rank ideas pursuant to that separately but let's just say for now let's just say that you can't for i me, really like these topics where um where i like you know i i just feel like because you know i when i was in europe i took all these pictures of like in in Hungary of all this graffiti because people were doing shehota shehnams that no no border no nation they were doing them everywhere because that 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 country's yeah, right. going through a period and I'm like yes I love that and yeah, and great. I really like yeah, these no topics nation. that are like that and then and then um but but then I have to question like oh do we can we transcend can we transcend that like is is a fairer and more optimal way of that the best we can do or is it I don't know. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. I mean, and you know, and you know me. Like we've talked about this before, but like to me, I'm often, you know, I'm always pretty eye rolly at um, activist movements or ideological movements that are just like, just junk this part of society, just chuck it in. Because whenever I see that, and I go, oh well, well that part of society is actually just an expression of these basic human drivers. Um, I always, I'm like, well, yeah, no, you, it's, yeah, you, if you smash capitalism, but you don't do anything to disassemble the ideations that led to capitalism in the first place then you just a week later you're just going to have people are just going to invent schmapitalism and yeah. it's going to be the same thing yeah. if, so if even I, you can I, do if, if even you can remove certain ideations yeah. which is i guess the but at the very least to me whether you can or can't that would be the challenge and if you can't then you need to if you can't then you really need to think about how you work with that yeah i and reckon think, with the but the toolkits that you have yeah but with borders so so a i think um me, uh, I think what you just said kind of argues for the um, removal of, for the potential of the removal of borders or the efficacy of borders in two ways, which is A, really simply, if the removal of our current version of borders is still going to result in people um, bordering themselves through um, different identity narratives um, and other ways, well, they're doing that anyway. I was so going to say, yeah, well. I was going to say that's something you can already we, see happening with people. You, you can already see it happening. Um, the, you know, the modern phenomena that gets codified as stacked identities, like people, you know, identities that used to be more diffusely overlaid and with looser Venn diagram overlaps are now getting like bunched together tighter. So, you know, to me, that stuff, if, if you're going, if that stuff is inevitable, then this one version that we go is, we go is a bit junky in a bunch of ways. We may as well get rid of it because um, it's not presenting unique value uh, relative to the, to, you know, to the bad byproducts. And and the and really that also suggests that this, the the destabilizing nature 
of going of removing it, which would still exist, might not actually be that pronounced because because of all these corrective forces. The other thing I would say about borders, about geographical borders, because I feel like the big difference you have if you if you take away territorial borders is you have you don't have people being less othered um, around their identity tribes in general ways, but you do what you do have is more people from different identity cohorts being in each other's physical space. Mm-hmm. And to me, that has potential value in that, uh, you know, like it's really simple, but true thing, um, which is that one of the, you know, there is no magic bullet against prejudice, but the extremes of prejudice get do get eroded by contact with the object of prejudice. Um, it does, and you know, just mediate it, not taken away. Uh, the way I think about it, so I think about it in terms of the difference between the racism I see in a place like Canberra versus the racism I see in a place like Broken Hill where I grew up. Yeah. So I hear people who have prejudicial attitudes towards Indigenous people in Canberra. Um, there's, there's versions of it I, I see they're, they're, they're prejudiced, their racist um, construction of an Indigenous person uh, tends to get to run free because. Uh, and be quite cartoonish and um, two-dimensional because they uh, don't, you know, because they don't meet a lot of Indigenous people day to day, and the ones they do meet, they get to treat as outliers because, in their conception, an urbanised Indigenous person isn't an Indigenous person as they've come to understand it. Mm-hmm. The other thing they, you know, as, and um, yeah, as, and and really, but more important than that, their abstraction, their sense of abstraction from what from the Indigenous Australian experience, as in their geographical remove from it allows them to be to use their voting power and their soft consumer power in a way that has um that you know that has negative effects uh on those people in um uh you know in ways that they don't have to examine the uh and you know uh, they they basically in a way they get to be unchecked in their racism now people i grew up with in australia i grew up in broken hill where there's lots of indigenous people Every, every white person in Brooklyn that I grew up with, I hope it's different, but everyone I grew up with was racist against the indigenous people that they interacted with every day. They were, and that racism was unchecked in a different way, like as in at least in a place like uh, Canberra, which is, um, you know, progress, like culturally progressive, people have to pay lip service <laughs> to the idea of not being racist. Mm. Um, I grew up with a bunch of people who were self-described racist. They would say, yep, I'm racist against, Ab- against Aboriginals would be the term they would use. And um, there'd, be, there'd literally be no social cost or repercussions towards just saying, I'm racist. I hate these people. Um, meanwhile, nice. there was a weird disconnect between that performance, that constant performance of their racism and the actual day-to-day, because they were also having to interact with Indigenous people functionally, day-to-day, like live and work, some, work amongst them side by side. And um, there was definitely like, and, you know, they would, they were, the Indigenous people were suffering from the racism day in and day out. And also there was this weird kind of trench, um, like, you know, like war trench kind of reality of these people still kind of, still kind of laughing and joking and recognizing each other's humanity, even through this sphere of like complete prejudice in a way that is hard for me to describe and articulate. Yeah, and I've, certainly, I've experienced it. It's, I can't, it's interesting. I can't, I, yeah, I can't. I certainly can't defend it as the way things should be, but in some ways, in some ways I prefer it. Like in some ways I prefer it to what I, you know, to a place like um, Canberra where people's prejudices, where no one, you know, where no one wants to admit their prejudice or examine it. And, um, uh, and, and I see it kind of flourishing 
versus a place where everyone admits and delights and celebrates their prejudices, but also they have to sort of challenge, it gets challenged every day in a way where it gets, where the outcomes get a little bit adjusted. Um, I, this I, is very. I feel this is a bit go. off because, um, because I don't accept the premise that the in-group, out-group stuff is eroded because a society um, has across certain lines um, a proximity. Like, I look, I, through all my work, it's not eroded. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, not eroded. But also, it's like, because I feel like you can, is. you can imagine, a, you know, um, someone in the US being like, "Yeah, we got to invade." Like, yeah, yeah, we got to, you know, bomb all the people in X Middle Eastern country because, because you know that they're so intolerant of different religions. Whereas here, you're allowed to be whatever you want, or like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like in group, out group markers, they're going to emerge across lines that you just don't like. You don't even you you can't necessarily predict or imagine and that like i think i think i absolutely think that um large scale cultural exchange is a um real remedy for that and having common lines with people that you otherwise don't have things in common with is important um which harkens back in my mind i just think i just just think but do do you think think more of it is better more of it is better than less of it on the last like there is there is no utopian outcome from it like i said like in the case of broken hill it literally doesn't make a single person not racist like um that's yeah it's it's, i'm hardly holding that up as like some um some rosy case study but i'm just saying that yeah there is i'm just saying that yeah it's a way to at least limit some of the worst extremes of it some of the time in a way that um, you know, at the other end, and you know, like as I'm kind of working against the straw man version of Borders because the current version, the great, the best, one of the best things about the current version of Borders is that they don't work super well. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely, you know, like, absolutely. You know, like uh, as in, like a lot of, you know, a lot of the stress around the fact, like, you know, a lot of, I mean, I'm sure there are people whose opinion is like, guys, don't fuck with the system. Like, forget about the discourse around the system. The reality of the system, which is just we have borders, and then we have corruption that mitigates the the impact of the borders. Um, is, is that's 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 the system and that and it works, which you know I don't I don't neatly agree, but I think there's some you know like I can also can it's it's a compelling you got to factor it in yeah and um, back to the case yeah like maybe like cheating. maybe the exactly maybe the biggest like maybe the most comical aspect of someone like myself is that I feel like the way that um the the way that society should be set up is is um with you know transparent. Like it is is to be transparently what it is, whereas a lot of people are more than comfortable with the idea of it's like, oh, society is yes, this um, it's this story of what society is, and then there's all the things that actually happen, and you know we just make it work, which is fine, which you know offends my sensibilities, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not a way for things to be. I mean, it is, it's always, it's the way things have always been. Um, you know, the best, like I feel it'll it'll be interesting to rank corruption at one point and talk about well, is corruption actually just considering it's factually just uh, always been a complete completely embedded into every human endeavor from the from the first second is it actually is it part of what makes things work um we'll see when we rank it but yeah speaking of um anything i guess i guess one one final thing is like i um just the the big examples of uh borders being transcended is like I, i guess if you could imagine a world government that everybody legitimately bought into and like and was able to freely express themselves across different lines. Like there are obviously a lot of, um, that's a that's utopic thinking at the moment, but it's not, um, impossible thinking. You know, we've seen societies come together that are larger than, um, than previous iterations c- uh, consistently. Mm. That seems to be a, 
uh, almost a trend even, um, then I think even still you have borders of certain kinds where, where people are controlling property and things like that. And I don't know, I haven't interrogated the virtue of those things. My Like my natural, you know, leaning instinct is like, you know, all borders are, uh, you know, they're not based on anything. They're a sham. They should be dissolved. Maybe that hasn't come across in this conversation because I'm really trying to interrogate what the case for them yeah. is because they do exist and they do serve a function. Um, and it's my blind spot not to see that the virtue of that function, but it, it, um, that's not, that's not because me, it's not I, there. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think I'm I think struggling to get at the core of like, um, I'm I'm kind, yeah, I'm kind of on a nice edge. Sorry, sorry, I keep pausing and interrupting again. Okay. I'm on a nice edge. I feel like if if I can feel there's a compelling case that we wouldn't recreate a system, we wouldn't wouldn't recreate the schmapitalism, as you put it, of of borders, then I would be glad to toss them out the window because I like integration with other people. I like um, exposing all different ideas. I feel like if everybody's got their their um, channeling their energy and um and, and into the same society then you know we can have this, this sort of we can um cure a lot of the the ailments of, of our history um but on the other hand if if i feel like we there is something fundamentally about we like to we get all these benefits from the concept of being able to have property and we want to c- collect and, and, and have communal spaces where we all control the ideas together and we protect certain things and we want to control how that changes, then I think it ranks really highly. So I, can, I, I honestly can't tell if it's like in my head fourth or absolute last. I am, um, for me, I guess, yeah, still my, uh, the, the, my general position um, still hovers around the idea that, yes, like to me, all the utility of it and the usefulness of it is self-evident and also just has a cost that is, um, like, uh, yeah, has an external cost, which is vast and, um, the idea and, you know, like very easy for, um, people, you know, within, within a, a well-boarded, um, relatively functional society to be, under, to be underselling or not seeing. Um, and so, yeah, yeah like, yeah, you haven't convinced just, me that I'm, the borders are, a, are not a symptom of that though, rather than a, a cause. I think they are a symptom of that. Like, and yeah, so okay. the. But uh, yeah, I certainly don't think that you solve that. Yeah, you solve it just by opening borders. But also, the advantage we have, Chris, is that we're not necess- is that our thought experiment for the list isn't really about making changes to society as it is now. It's yes. more about okay. yeah, it's it's more about instituting. You know, it's like if we were instituting a new society that had had all of the best ideas in it, would borders be an idea that we would elevate? Would, that we would give a good chance of being in the top? You know however much however many people if people want to take the top 100 200 500 ideas would we be do we think borders um should be scoring above other ideas in terms of you know making it onto that uh list of things that definitely should be included thank you and for to me that, like that that's made it really easy cool and yeah so like and for me that's why the thing that might have sounded good before but um become comes compelling which is the idea of it's like well yes there are plenty of other if there's if there's benefits towards bounding in and out groups in society then there are plenty of other mechanisms to do that mm-hmm. um so it's less about it's less about does border do removing borders solve problems and it's more about does including borders create benefits as much um 
or no benefits I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to put a low. Thanks so much for phrasing it like that. I was really thinking that this was the hardest one I'd come across because I yeah, think that I think that there are so many things in our society that we currently can't disaggregate from the benefits of having such systems. And I hate to say it because, um, why? Well, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And this is why I feel this is why I need to think about them a lot because it's like anything where I get, it's like anything that I benefit from in life that um, has a cost that flows on to others. Um, you know, I, whether or like it's. I, my bit, my minimum responsibility is to at least be thoughtful and yeah. self-aware about that. Um, cool. All right. So, um, so I mean, are you feeling? Yeah, we kind of have a two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. I, I'm honestly feeling last. 15. I can't see. I can't see how um, any other version of things that are bad is going to be as impactful as the the harm that. Um, arbitrarily bringing in borders into our new society without um, without having to import all the other things that are bad ideas that we have in our um, conceptual toolkit and and social constructs yeah would exist. So that, that's my that's my instinct like even even faith, I, I, faith think, I would prefer faith is the only one I don't think it's better than every it's certainly worse than every other thing other than faith I'm not like faith obviously we came at we found so many um yeah, I feel like that was the other thing where we just, there was nothing, we, we, in faith, we just found nothing in it, no unique value that wasn't, um, not just, not just wasn't achievable through other aims, but wasn't better achieved through other ideas. Um, and yeah, Borders is a bit like that for me, but maybe not quite as strongly that, like I could still, you know, I could, I could think of, I feel like I could think of a case study or two where a border could still be a uniquely useful way yeah, to achieve an outcome. I was just trying to think that. Uh, I was thinking that if every, everybody has a certain proclivity to do something and they want to form a little exclave yeah. where they can do it and it's a harmful thing, but if people buy into it, then they choose to. And then yeah. they still get to protect the people who don't want to. And, yeah, and and on that basis, I feel like um, it may be, may be ranked on the fandom as well because... Um, yeah, again, it's like Phantom is, Phantom is another example of something where I'm just like, I just feel like it's eminently replaceable across all metrics, all of its own metrics. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, but I, yeah, 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 I think well, there's it's a utility. There, is a, there is a utility that's found. I yeah, still think great. it can be better right. mapped in other ways. By yeah, I think there are ideas. What people want to do into. Yeah, I, I think there are ideas very closely related to borders that still might have the potential to rank high. But for me, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For me, yeah, absolutely. yeah, big, big time. And I feel, you know, like, the, like I feel autonomy. like imprisonment is a related idea. What yeah, autonomy it? and, and um, imprisonment is yeah. weakly related to it, but still, you know, yeah, in that sure. arena, but that's an example of something that's high. So interesting, yeah, Nick. So I was sure me, in this one we'd be, I'm sure in this one that we wouldn't land on the same place, but I think we have. There we go. Amazing. Well, it just, it just goes to show um, that, you know, there is just uh it, it just proves that there's an intrinsic order and balance to the universe that mm. uh, is, is, is extrinsic, extrinsic to all things. The divine unfolds through Couldn't our even, conversations. Yeah. And good for recording. without me. laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's handy. We're, yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, borders coming in un, underneath health and ahead of fandom at our new third last. Um, yeah, that was a fun, that was a good discussion. Thank you very much, Chris. And I uh, appreciate, um, even, yeah, even though, you notice, like, I had the thought earlier in the episode as you were talking, I was like, oh, well, really, you know, I thought to point out the aspect of, you know, um, 
a projected society rather than an existing society, but I thought it was really useful to let, I still think it's useful to let those, let ourselves run with the ideas of examining, like examining where things are at now and what state of change you could make is super worthwhile because I, I do think it's always useful to, to have to unpack, okay, how much of this, how much of these things is a function, is a yeah. necessary function yeah. of how humans, human brains work, of how human brains work and how much isn't. And so sometimes looking at current conditions on the ground is still going to be the best way to do that. And it lets you isolate out the other topics for future discussion that may be closely bound up and, and enabling or, or um, enabling harm or enabling virtue. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I feel like, uh, you know, it's, I, I, it was funny to see that I got in a particular knot around um, calculation, you know, a weirdly utilitarian version of calculating cost benefit and harm across people in that one in a way that, uh, yeah, uh, just relates, clearly relates to my sense of um, wanting to remember, really wanting to be as keyed in as possible to perspectives and versions of life in the world out there that aren't mine. But um, yeah, always, it's always going to be a clumsy um, uh, exercise, but you know, that's what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah, worthwhile. Hopefully. Um, yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, tell us your thoughts, listeners. Uh, recommend this if you if you um, feel like there's someone in your life who is a particular um, advocate for borders and is backing it up with a lot of expertise and subject knowledge. Uh, recommend this podcast to them so that they can be infuriated. Yeah, and, um, and, and yeah, and really, same, same goes on any. They bounce it. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's obviously same thing with all of our topics. Any like you know, top, any episode that you listen to where you go, well, the person I know in my life who's an expert on that is blah. Um, you know, uh, send this, send them the episode. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm really enjoying it, and hope you are too. Bye, guys.